Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Tuesday, February 16th, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. If you still don't believe in climate change after this, then you're out of your mind. More than 4 million Texas homes were without electricity or heat Monday night. Record low temperatures caused such a high demand for power that it overwhelmed the state's electric grid. The hardest hit areas are reportedly around Galveston and Houston. Meanwhile, forecasters say Monday could have been the coldest night in Houston for three decades. Natural gas and propane prices have skyrocketed due to the freezing weather, in some cases by as much as 200 times higher than the average. The massive power outages in Texas nearly caused over 8,000 coronavirus vaccine doses to spoil. But Harris County health officials scrambled to find as many recipients as possible when a back generator failed. Doses were used to vaccinate jail inmates, employees at area hospitals, and faculty members and students at Rice University. Some of the leaders of the Lincoln Project knew of sexual misconduct allegations against the co-founder as early as March 2020. The latest finding from the website, The 19th, contradicts previous statements from officials that they were not aware of the claims until the summer or winter. The site claims Sarah Lenti, a former executive director with the political group formed to defeat President Trump, says she knew of allegations about John Weaver in May 2020 and confirmed that some of the co-founders were aware two months earlier as well. The 19th reports that supposedly multiple sources said co-founders Reed Galen and Steve Schmidt were among those who knew earlier than they indicated. During the COVID-19 pandemic and since the early days of the vaccination rollout, anti-vaccination conspiracy theorists have attempted to exploit pregnant women and those who miscarried, shaming them for getting the vaccine despite no evidence that it has a negative effect on pregnancy. All over social media, they accuse the women of being bad mothers or blame them for losing their babies. To be fair, questions about the vaccine in pregnancy are not unwarranted. None of the COVID-19 shots have been tested on pregnant women, making the decision to be vaccinated a difficult one. However, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says the vaccine is, quote, unlikely to pose a specific risk for people who are pregnant. And the World Health Organization says it knows of no specific risks that would outweigh the possibility of exposure. Pregnant women are known to be more susceptible to severe illness and death if they do contract COVID-19. But none of that has stopped anti-vaxxers from preying on that fraction of a percentage of uncertainty. Anti-vax Facebook groups have circulated flyers with baseless claims that the vaccine supposedly contain genetic technology that can put developing pregnancies at risk. In the most extreme cases, anti-vaxxers directly attack women who lost their pregnancies after receiving the vaccine, despite there being no evidence that the COVID-19 vaccine causes miscarriages. According to a perinatal psychologist, the cause of a miscarriage is usually unknown, 
leading many women to blame themselves for something that was entirely out of their control. And attacks from anti-vaxxers amplify those feelings of depression and anxiety. In an effort to prevent the spread of misinformation, Facebook announced Monday that it would ban all anti-vaccine content from the platform. But anti-vax accounts are flourishing on Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. A recent report from a digital hate tracker found that anti-vax accounts gained over 10 million new followers just since 2019, most of them on Instagram and YouTube. I don't think this is how a donation is supposed to work. A Republican donor who gave millions to a conservative nonprofit to investigate claims of election fraud wants his money back. Apparently, he realized that those claims were baseless and is demanding a full refund from True the Vote a Texas-based group. Its string of election lawsuits failed to produce any results and, reportedly, True the Vote ultimately abandoned its effort to prove fraudulent behavior. The donor then asked for its $2.5 million back, but the organization only offered to return just $1 million. So the donor launched two of his own lawsuits. True the Vote's lawyer said no conditions were attached to the donations, and the donor cannot get a refund just because he doesn't like the results of the investigation. This guy is really trying to gaslight us and act as if nothing that crazy happened when people tried to overthrow the government? Are you serious? Disregard the fact that a police officer was killed during the Capitol insurrection, other officers were hit with metal flagpoles and baseball bats, and some were even maced. But still... That has not stopped Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin from thinking the whole event was not all that bad. Seriously, this guy thinks the rest of us are overreacting. He actually said during an interview on Monday, it quote, didn't seem like an armed insurrection to him. He also claimed that Democrats had selectively edited videos to make it seem like former Vice President Mike Pence and other elected officials were in more danger than they were when rioters stormed the building. Johnson, a Republican, is one of former President Trump's most loyal allies. He claims that he was not afraid during the attempted coup. Yeah, right. Do y'all remember Central Park Karen? The white woman who called the cops on a black bird watcher? Yeah, well, the charge against her was dropped after she completed five sessions of a racial bias class. Reportedly, they were part of a restorative justice program offered to the Karen whose real name is Amy Cooper, due to her lack of a prior criminal record. After completing the classes with her therapist, prosecutors asked that a charge of filing a false police report be dropped against Cooper. Lucky for her. Think of all the people who could prosper and avoid the judicial branch if they just had therapy. Following the judge's decision to drop the charge, Cooper's lawyer wrote on Twitter, quote, Others rushed to the wrong conclusion based on inadequate investigation, and they may yet face legal consequences. Whatever. Okay. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.